to all my scallywags and scrumpets. Welcome back. It has been ages. It's been so long that I have a weird fixation with the word scrumpet. I, I don't know where it came from and I don't know when it will leave, but it it's here and it's staying. I don't know what to tell you. Well, the last episode that I released was back in April 10th. Yikes. That was a while ago, quite some time. I did a a really wild job in Las Vegas, and I don't really know if there are words to describe how wild it was. It was insane. From filming in an abandoned casino with no running water, it had some of the craziest things that have ever happened in my career. I cannot make it up. It's wild. But that's a tale for another time. It's Pride Month! It's Pride Month! It's Pride Month! It's Pride Month! Did you know that it's Pride Month? It's Pride Month! So, we are going to do this special celebrating Pride Month episode, and I am a little nervous about it, to be completely candid, just because I am a straight, cisgendered woman that, uh... You know, I don't want to do anyone a disservice by doing this episode. So here we are. We're going to do this episode and share some information with everyone. And we're all going to sip our tea and enjoy life and learn something. Also, this episode will probably come out after. But happy Juneteenth for those who are celebrating. I feel like I should probably tell you guys that I did record this episode once before I sent it to my editor. They sent it back. It was all finalized and good to go. But I just, I didn't feel comfortable about it. I didn't feel like I had done the right thing with some of the calls that I made. So we're redoing this episode, which is why it's coming out a little late. And I have to give a huge shout out to my greatest friend, Brittany. She for free did the pride logo pride edition of the logo that i'm going to have uh, on the instagram and attached to the metadata on this episode so she's an angel and a gem and if you do not know her she is a person that i recommend that you should get to know she has a graphic design eye that I've never seen in anyone else. She's got a really great perspective. So you should follow her on her Instagrams and uh, talk to her because she's just one of the greatest humans that's ever lived. So I'll put that on her (laughs) and I will talk to you guys a little bit about a couple things before I jump into all of the heaviness of this episode. Not heaviness, but We're talking about a lot of things that make a lot of people feel uncomfortable, and I feel good about it. So before I jump into that, I wanted to um, recommend this podcast that I've been listening to, because if you are a person that likes to heal your trauma and stop the the generational trauma that keeps getting passed down and you want to stop it with yourself and you want to work on yourself and do all the self-help things, blah, blah, blah. I highly recommend this podcast called Self-Healer Soundboard. They read this book called How to Do the Work, which my friend Ashley recommended to me. Highly recommend it. It's really insightful. It gives you 
a breakdown of, you know, the, the different responses that you might have to, to certain things that trigger you. And if you're someone who gives people the silent treatment, they do an episode of why you do that and why that happens and how to stop doing that. So it's, I find it really insightful and interesting. So I recommend that. Also, if you guys haven't watched Stranger Things Volume 1, I started watching it with my sister when I went to go meet my niece earlier this month. And they really, uh, they went for it. And shout out to my friends that worked on that season. Or, you know, technically it's Volume 1 of Season 4. But shout out to them for doing all the hard work that they did because I knew it was really challenging for them. They were running a lot of different crews like second unit and, you know, break off crews and stuff. So I know that was challenging and you guys did a great job if any of you are listening. So A++, uh, the story's really fun, super gross, super gross things that I fucking loved. <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen that, I recommend it. If you're not into scary stuff that's a little on the gory side, maybe don't watch it. I was pretty obsessed with watching it with my sister because she has this tendency where she will not watch scary things by herself. It's been like this since we were little. And I kind of completely forgot how much she hates scary things. And so in the first episode, out the gate, they start off strong with some shit and she, <laughs> we're sitting on the couch together and she has her feet up to her chest. She has her hands over her ears and she's quietly saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> her son started talking to her. So at one point she put her hands down to ask or listen to something he said. And then there was a jump scare moment and <laughs> she screamed so loud. <laughs> Oh, God, it's the best. It's my favorite. Okay, but yes, yeah, so watch Stranger Things Volume 1. If you haven't, I recommend it. Another thing that I watched on Netflix, now that I have all this time to dilly-dally and take naps and drink tea and hang out with myself in my house, I watched uh, the documentary Be Sweet, Pray, and Obey. I think that's what it's called. I probably should have double-checked, which I did not. It's uh, about the... Mormon polygamous colony that had turned into a very intense cult. They moved around from, I think it was Arizona to Texas. Oh man, it's about trigger warning. It's about girls underage getting raped essentially because they're getting married off to men that are triple their age and they're 14 and they know nothing about what sex is because their religious parameters don't feel like it's necessary to explain to the girls what sex is before they get married. So they just marry them and essentially they don't want to have sex and their husbands make them. So it's really, it was an interesting one, especially me personally. I have my own feelings about religion, but it's, it's like, insane to see there's all kinds of people that believe in all kinds of things. And it was an interesting perspective to know that there's a whole different religion that believes in certain things that I just completely disagree with. <laughs> so I recommend it just, you know, keep your eyes open, you know, 
keep yourself informed on what's going around the world and what has happened. And a lot of the times I feel like we should inform ourselves just so we don't repeat history, but that's just me. Yeah. Anyways, that was a lot. I went off on a real tangent, but we're back. We're going to do this special pride month episode. And I am very, I brought a lot of nervous energy in the first rendition of this episode. So I'm trying to not bring all that nervous energy. I think a lot of it comes from, if I'm being completely candid, I do not feel comfortable talking about sex on a podcast to a bunch of people that I professionally work with and a bunch of people that I respect a lot of their perspectives and their comfort level. And here I am, I'm going to just talk about sex and I'm going to be real shy about it. And I know it's quite immature that I'm shy about it because I'm just in my house talking to a computer because uh, my microphone broke. So here we are with some more bad audio, but hey, it's a free podcast. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I hope that this information just helps people feel like they have more allies. And I also hope that it informs some other people because maybe there's something that you didn't know or a perspective that you've heard on this episode that just helped you better understand something. I don't know. If it helps one person, that's my goal at the end of the day, just to be helpful. All right. So before I get in to the nitty gritty, I do want to start off with something that is really important. And I know that a lot of people have their stances when it comes to the LGBTQIA plus community, but I will say off the bat that when someone is revealing information that makes them feel very vulnerable, such as sexual orientation, gender identity, or sexual preferences, That information is so personal, regardless if it's the same as yours or not. And the biggest gift as someone who might not identify as the same as those people, the biggest gift that you can give them is acceptance. Acceptance is so powerful. And if you are not on the same side, and not same side, I shouldn't say that, if you are not someone who aligns with that community, imagine having to fight very publicly for your rights that should be no one else's business. What you do behind closed doors is, as a straight person doesn't have to be publicly fought for. And I feel like that's something that gets lost in a lot of this because we add our own spin on it and our own personal experience on it. But being a straight person comes with its own privilege because you don't have to fight to have the right to hold the person that you love's hand every day walking down the street. So I will say that. And every single human that lives on this spicy rock in this universe deserves to be able to hold the hand of the person that they love while they walk down the street because love is love regardless of your beliefs and regardless of your preference. So I'm going to uh, 
leave that there right in this episode. And I hope that with this information, I just, I don't know. I hope people feel supported. So I'm going to say that. And by the way, my name's Shana Worsham, and this is Go for Set Deck. All right. So I am so hopped up on caffeine. This is bananas. I was nervous about being low energy. And now I'm just, I'm coming in hot. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to break down, to start off, we're going to break down LGBTQIA+, what it means, and then we're going to go over some terms, and then we're going to go over what IATSE has to support our friends in the community. So, off the bat, let's break down what these acronyms mean. And also, just heads up, I personally don't feel comfortable putting a definition on anything. So I'm going to read out what Google has to say for us. So Google is going to take it away now. Number one, L is for lesbian, a woman who is physically and romantically attracted to other women. G is for gay, a sexual or romantic attraction to people of one same sex. It's often used to refer to men. Bisexual is sexually attracted not exclusively to people of one particular gender, attracted to both men and women. And then we get to transsexual. A transgender person, especially one whose bodily characteristics have been altered through surgery or hormone treatment to bring them into alignment with their gender identity. And then we get to Q, which is for queer and or questioning, an umbrella term for people who are heterosexual or not cisgendered. And then I is for intersex, a person born with a mix of female and male anatomy, asexual, the lack of sexual attraction or desire for other people. And then the plus is sort of an umbrella term for a lot of other groups that identify differently than cisgender, which cisgendered, I had mentioned earlier, is when you identify with the gender that you're born as. Another thing that I actually learned when I was doing some research for this episode is there's a term that's LGBTQ2, the number two, plus, where the two refers to I'm saying two a lot. Two refers to two-spirit. That is a term used by some indigenous communities to represent gender and sexual diversity. I think that's more based out of Canada from what I was reading, but I'm always happy to hear corrections. And I know a lot of people have different breakdowns and definitions of things. So always happy to incorporate them. Uh, So yeah, that is a breakdown of the acronym, just in case anyone had any questions, or maybe there wasn't something you were aware of, or, you know, I feel like a lot of people at this point in their lives maybe think they've learned so much, and then there's a surprise. So that's why I did that breakdown. And there is also this thing called allyship. And I also wanted to break that down with a definition, but this one comes from our IATSE webinar that uh, just took place this month, uh, in case anyone else attended. It was a very 
lovely and inclusive moment where I learned some, I learned some self, oh my gosh, words are hard. I learned some stuff myself. Myself is what I meant to say. So an allyship is supporting and actively works for the inclusion of groups that have been silenced or marginalized. As an ally, you would be listening, learning, and yielding to the group that you're trying to help. A lot of the times when you are an ally, you'll witness bias in the workplace. And I mean, personally, it's happened to me a couple times where the room is maybe not the most inclusive, maybe has a harder time listening to a certain person in a certain group and uh, they sort of isolate them and kind of cancel them out, their voice out, I guess, is, is kind of how it feels like when you're witnessing a bias in a room. And you just want to make sure as an ally that all voices are heard. And a way to gently do that could be, for example, giving the person credit for an idea that was brought to the table, uh, but ignored by the majority of the group. You can just reiterate what they say and make sure that that person gets credit. And when I say bias in the workplace, it it happens. It's not super rare, but it I feel like it has happened less the the older I've gotten with the people that I'm working with. It just seems like there's been a, a bit of a shift and everyone's been more inclusive and more informed, I guess. But bias does still happen. And I hope that the longer we go for fighting for everyone's rights and making people aware, the less that we see it. So yeah, I will say that. One of the main goals of the LGBTQ plus community is equality. Getting that equality safely is a priority for all of us. If you're an ally that's eager to help, just be aware of your actions and don't put anyone in an unsafe position. For example, let's say someone gets misgendered unintentionally at work, and maybe they haven't been as vocal about their gender identity. You shouldn't go revealing the gender that they identify as unless they have done it themselves to everyone. If that makes sense, I guess it's, you don't want to force someone into a point where you're revealing more information about them than you should. So if you have a close relationship with someone and they've been misgendered, you can always, you know, quietly ask them to the side if they want, if they want you to correct the person that misgendered them. That's always an option if you have a close relationship and you can always respond with the correct pronouns the next time you're speaking to the person that misgendered them. If there's any uncomfortable tension around the topic that arises, you can always pull the person away to get a coffee or talk in the office just so there's, you know, you're dissipating the tension. There can be a lot of people that are well-meaning and just had a moment of unthinking with, you know, the moments of gender identity pronouns or saying something that maybe wasn't the most appropriate to that person. I think with how much is changing, a lot of people are just having a hard time keeping up with not to make up excuses for anyone. We're all, we're all trying to be our best, but 
or not all of us, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> the people who are trying are, you know, it's taking them a moment to catch up. So if you can give them some grace and patience, that's always a good thing too. I realized that I started talking about gender identity and I didn't really go into pronouns or anything. So I'm just going to do that really quick. Pronouns that have been a thing that has changed a little bit is people that identify as he, him, she, her, they, them. Uh, so that's something I should, should have just started talking about before. So I said it there a little backwards. I feel like you guys are smart people though, so you'll, you'll feel good about it. And I also feel like because this situation with people who identify as they, them, there's a lot of hesitancy around it. Um, there's a lot of, hmm, maybe misrepresentation would be the word that I'm looking for. I feel like certain, I don't want to say certain generations, but there are certain people that have an, a difficult time understanding why you would associate with they, them. So associate yourself with they, them instead of a gender. And something that I learned from the IATSE webinar was that this perspective can kind of help the sentiment be relayed because it's something that everyone knows about and has happened and experienced in their lifetime. And maybe this will be the bridge to help something click in someone's mind. But there is Miss, Ms, and Mrs. A lot of women get called or have a preference to which one they go by and like to be called. Sometimes there's an assumption of what they identify as but it can always be adjusted because you can speak up and say, oh, actually, I go by this. It's essentially the same concept because you're respecting someone's wishes. It's really just, I have this preference. This is what I go by. And at the end of the day, shouldn't we all respect what someone wants to go by? And really, that kind of was like a light bulb moment for me. I was like, oh, that... It helps to have something that grounds you in an experience that has everyone has because either, regardless of your gender, you either get called the wrong thing or you call someone the wrong thing. And when it gets corrected, you're like, oh, I see. Okay, no problem. So it's something that everyone's been through. And uh, yeah, I thought that was very helpful. So on that note... Some allies will show their pronouns to make others feel more comfortable presenting theirs and just to show that they're in a safe environment and to help them feel more comfortable. And another thing that I learned at the IELTSI webinar is that members can request the name on employee records to be changed and do not have to have their legal name changed first. And to further just break that down, say you changed your name and you no longer go by your old name, you want to be referred to as Janet, you do not have to present your boss, your coworkers, or anyone with a driver's license or a legal name change before you ask to be called Janet. You can be called Janet from the day that you choose to identify as Janet. 
which I just feel like is a really helpful thing to know because I had no idea and I feel like it could be helpful in case it ever comes up because I'm sure it does. I'm sure there's going to be a day where someone says, I need this documentation, but you don't have to provide it. From the day you identify as Janet, you're Janet. All right, so my LGBTQ plus friends, I just wanted to tell you that in case you didn't know about this, because I didn't know about this to tell my friends about this, but IATSE has pride committees. They also do meetups and special lunches on the weekly in case you are interested. They do events and some of their events are with allies and some of them are just for people who self-identify in the community. So you have space to talk freely and feel like you can be yourself and there is no pressure. So you can sign up on your local's website or you can send an email to iotsipride at iotsi.net, which I'm going to spell it just in case. I-A-T as in Tom, S-E-P as in Peter, R-I-D as in dog, E at iotsi, I-A-T-S-E dot net, N-E-T. And remember that everybody deserves dignity on the job. I feel like that's a really big one. So, yes. And lastly, for my allies listening, join the rallies. Make sure that you vote like it's your rights that you're fighting for. It's really important in this um, political climate that we're in right now that every vote counts. And very lastly, if there are any issues that occur that make you feel uncomfortable or unsafe, reach out to the safety hotline, 1-844-422-9273. If it gets to a really dangerous situation, absolutely call the police. Do not hesitate. We don't want anyone to get hurt. And I don't want to end this episode on this heavy subject, but I do feel like it's really important. So super lastly, on average, one person dies by suicide every six hours in the state of Georgia alone. It's the second leading cause of death in our state for people ages 10 to 34, starting at age 10. If you or anyone you know is experiencing thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide prevention line at 1-800-273-8255. You matter and the world is a better place with you in it. I don't want anyone to feel that their sexual orientation is a death sentence. That's one of the worst things I could think of in this life. No one deserves to be broken down that severely to think that they deserve to die because of their sexual orientation. But it is Pride Month and we are celebrating, so I will just say that I'm glad that you guys are all on this earth with me and I thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me on these very weird episodes (laughs) um, that I botch and make weird. I hope everyone has a great month of June and I will have some 
episodes coming back and a more regular schedule system. And as always, be an exceptional human. Feel free to write us over a note at goforsetdeckpodcast at gmail. We have the Instagram, goforsetdeckpodcast. And uh, yeah, if you feel insane, want to follow me on Instagram, Shana Elise, S-H-A-N-N-A, because my parents gave me 50 names. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.